Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Richard. Today I read the case Court Manche v. State 507SW 2D545 Texas Court of Criminal Appeals 1974. Friends, what are you doing to advance the right stuff? Think about that. And let's get started doing good deeds. What happened in this case? This case doesn't deal with section 4321 to 4323 like many of our sending cases. It deals with another set of laws altogether. So the decision says, quote, Appellant was convicted of a violation of liquor laws, Article 667-19BG, Vernon's annotated PC, and was assessed a fine of $100. End quote. Normally, liquor laws are outside of our focus here, but in the, what we'll get into will show you why this pertains, why we are concerned about this. Like I always like to mention to my dear audience, we need to adjust this fine for inflation. So I plugged it into the CPI inflation calculator at the Bureau of Labor Statistics website. $100 in 1974 is approximately $539.79 in today's dollars. That's too much. Too much. The decision also says, quote, Appellant asserts that the statute upon which he convicts which he stands convicted is unconstitutionally vague and urges reversal. Article 667-19b supra in relevant part provides, for the purposes contemplated by this act, conduct by any person at a place of business where the sale of beer at retail is authorized that is lewd, immoral, or offensive to public decency is hereby declared to include but not limited to the following prohibited acts, and it shall be unlawful for any person engaged in the sale of beer retail or any agent, servant, or employee of said person to engage in or permit such conduct on the premises of retailer. G. Permitting entertainment performances, shows, or acts that are lewd or vulgar. End quote. We here definitely love acts that are lewd and vulgar, and we believe they need to be permitted and even promoted. We support the advancement of obscenity. Because it takes the First Amendment to the next level. So it saddens me that such a provision is in the liquor code at all. This trial focuses on the definition of lewd, vulgar. So they say the following quote. The question here presented is whether one of the acts and conducts there enumerated to wit permitting entertainment performances, shows, or acts that are lewd or vulgar is itself too vague to be enforceable, end quote. In the obscenity trials involving section 4321 to 4323, that's one of the main charges our side presents is stating the terms in those sections are too vague. So this is a good strategy. They say the law itself doesn't define those words, so they got to 
use other ways to determine the meaning. One way they use is the dictionary definition. They say, quote, although vulgar has been held to mean lacking cultivation or refinement, offensive to good taste or refined feelings, low course, the terms in that definition only serve to point out even more clearly how vague the term is in application. Indeed, under such a definition, some segments of the population could find any form of barroom entertainment to be vulgar, end quote. Can't argue with that. That's a good way to see it. And we don't want to bar our all entertainment. Some people might want us to do that. But it would be a very restrictive society. So we don't want to go that route. They continue, they say, quote, lewd on the other hand is not so vague an application. End quote. And then they cite some cases and they read from one of the decisions that discusses this. They say, quote, the words lewd and lavicious are not defined in the statutes and must therefore be given their ordinary meaning to be arrived at in part by a determination of the legislative intent in the use of the words in the particular statute. As so determined, the term lewd or lavishy, how do we say it, manner, means in a vulgar manner inciting sexual desire or appetite and connotes lust, indecency, sexual indulgence. The words lewd and lascivious are similar in meaning and signify that form of immorality which has relation to sexual impurity. End quote. They don't sound like a good thing, but we should still permit them. They also cite from another case, they say, quote, We further observe that our holding in West versus State, Texas CR.APP, February 13, 1974, number 45090, is of no benefit to the State in the instant case. The statute there considerations specifically define the term obscenity. In contrast, lewd and vulgar are not defined in the statute here under consideration, so those terms must be understood in the sense that they are understood in common language taken into consideration to context and subject matter relative to which they are employed. Article 8, VAPC, as stated in the above discussion, the context in which those terms appear does nothing to aid us in narrowing their inherent vagueness. Therefore, accordingly, the statute is too vague to give due notice of the conduct prohibited, end quote. The courts are against laws that are called void for vagueness. A lot of decisions I've read in regard to obscenity trials, I'm aware of other cases in other matters, note that if the law is too vague, it can't be enforced because it causes too much confusion. as to what is good and what is not. So they ultimately concluded the following, quote, for the reasons stated in the judgment, for the reasons stated the judgment is reversed and the prosecution order dismissed, end quote. What does that sound like, my friends? That sounds like a victory! So let's applaud Court Manche. Unless Court Manche has committed heinous offenses, Court Manche may be in First Amendment heaven or may be headed there depending on how old Court Manche was and Court Manche's date of birth. So let us be like that and keep fighting this fight. Whether it's liquor laws or it's Section 4323 
4321, or anything else, let us keep fighting. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third-party state? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.